Welcome to episode 85 of Not Politically Correct. What is going down? It's the homie TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know, I gotcha. A.k.a. Hank Hook, a.k.a. Mexican Raiden, a.k.a. E.D.E., a.k.a. The Wonton Don, uh, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, and I still haven't come up with one for Houston yet, but it is coming sooner or later in life. I got Until one it- for you. J.J. Gott. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I saw... Um, a meme or something about Game of Thrones, but they don't type of game. They don't type out Game of Thrones anymore. They just put it's got G-O-T, G-O-T. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is the. Oh wait, that's a TV show that I don't watch. Got it. Got it. Is this a biography it. made of me? I didn't consent to this. <laughs> this is, this is a bad ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, horrible. But um, yeah, you could follow me on Twitter at Cnova KPZ McCoy. Well, well, well. It's your boy, Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Dope Dub Danny, a.k.a. Hip Hop Harry, a.k.a. FBI Mike, uh, a.k.a. Hallway Jones, because yo bitch, her phone is ringtones. Um, man, I'll be glad one day we can maybe potentially go back to actually doing it the right way. Um, anyway. Maybe potentially. Um, uh, you can find me in uh, uh, Real McCoy KPZ on Twitter. And Real McCoy Rebels on Snapchat. Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. CD recording everything. But anyway. Also known as Dave Bird. Hi, I'm Cody. All right. Russ, the barman, aka Daddy Russ, aka Cool Fingers, aka Kid Universal, aka Schoolers Q. AKA uh, the progenitor, AKA Rusty Bless. Side overcast. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 55 degrees. <laughs> I think coffee's not the answer anymore. I think I should just get more sleep. <laughs> I think that's the solution. Okay. Um, so uh, you can find me on the Chadius of Snaps as Stadius Snap Chadius and on IG at Candy Cupidity, C A N D I D underscore C P I D I T Y. Idiots. Yeah. But um <laughs> so as it stands, we just want you guys to know that you can, you know, follow us on Facebook at the Not Politically Correct Podcast group. You can join that. You can like the page at NPC Podcast. Uh, just so you can stay up to date on what's going on and, you know, help us out with those big numbers. You feel me? We be on Twitter at uh, Not PC Podcast, you know, doing our thing on there as well. Please follow us. Trying to get more active. <clears throat> and you can... <laughs> All right, it, you can find us on the... It's ju- not our <laughs> fault, man. The person that we put in charge of social media, Twitter, really don't be on Twitter like that. Yeah, I'm like, so we be really... on Twitter? Do we? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's, uh, I, there's a Jewish uh, dating site, apparently, that we're a part of called Jewbook as well. Um, <laughs> so we're on there. Um, <coughs> Cody, Cody likes long, long walks on the beach, uh, talking about coffee <laughs> and dogs. Um, but you can listen to us on anything that you can hear things on. That includes SoundCloud. That includes iTunes. Can you not Apple convince podcast. our listeners, all three of them, that I'm Jewish? Oh, what? Take offense to that. <laughs> <You> I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. Something, the something the, Jewish the, coffee. He brew it. There you go. <laughs> the, the views and the things expressed by the Jewish one does not reflect the, all of it. <laughs> 
Did you say the Jewish ones? Yes. Um, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's what a rabbi wears? Oh, the Jewish twelves? The Jewish ones? <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. How dare you, McCoy? <laughs> oh, man. Um, listen to us. Please listen to us. Do more of this shit on SoundCloud, on the podcast app, at Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, um, and anything you can listen to shit on except for title. Not politically correct podcast. You know, search us, listen to us, leave a comment, like us, whatever the fuck you got to do. Just interact with us. Let us know rate how us, shit we are. Rate us the highest. So yeah, we um we show up with more algorithms and whatnot. Exactly. So rate us high. Yeah, get the algorithms right, right, so we can uh keep giving y'all good shit, and uh hopefully you know we'll be able to improve and get better based on y'all reviews of us, which probably it will never happen. But I'm telling you, <laughs> we will read it and we will enjoy the fact that you wrote us. So there's that, you know. <clears throat> Yo, has anybody added, like, anybody, has any random person added you guys on Twitter yet? Well, mm-hmm. well, I'm not on Twitter, so. Yes, but not, yes, they not have. pod related? No, nah, it's not really, it's not, I don't know, well, it could be due to our pod, but I doubt it. It's probably just more of my Twitter activity than anything. <laughs> you, um, boy. <laughs> um, so, I, I, but, but there has been a lot of. We only have a few followers on Twitter, which is odd. While I'm trying to get you know get those people to crank up, but the people <laughs> that the people that Stammy. the people that have followed followed us on Twitter, some of them come from my friends list. You know, me posting our shit, and then a the, the, lot of it has been mad random. Like we got about like I think like fifty, like forty, somewhere between 45, 50 followers. But half of them came out of nowhere. Like half of them are other pods or people who like randomly just you know. Doo-doo. So I don't know. Some of it comes from my timeline. Some of it is like motherfuckers just shout out to all you listeners who do do. Hey, ass niggas. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I think if um if y'all could do do more following us on Twitter or tell your friends to tell your friends about me, bitch. Nah, tell your friends to follow us on on Twitter. You know all that all that good shit. But with friends like these, who needs an enemies? But now it's time for us. Sorry, I was going to try to do like a different type of music because I felt like y'all were sick of my... I was really about to check my Ethernet cable. <laughs> Listen, I thought he was going to do uh, the little flash song. <laughs> yeah, that's what I... <laughs> oh, shit. I'm coming... At, yo, I'm coming next week. I'm coming next week with a with a remix, but it's all good. I'm going to go with regular sports, but now, listen, y'all going to get a whole... Y'all going to get a whole three-minute joint next week. I'm going to rap. I'm going to damn near pop lock in the camera. Y'all ain't going to see it, but I'm going to do that shit. Anyway, can do that as soon as he gets on Instagram. Yeah. All right, so former XFL star PJ Walker leads the <laughs> former XFL star PJ Walker leads the Carolina Panthers to a win in his first NFL start. I think that's really cool that you know he got like from from the XFL oh. to the NFL. That's kind of like that's damn near know, high school to NFL. I'm damn, he says damn near high school to NFL. <laughs> Not even no, college, huh? Like, it's like. A huge jump, like I, I, I wouldn't even. I feel like it's it's a huge eye opener that they're even being looked at or considered to be like from the eyes of the NFL owner or something like that, you know. So that's pretty cool. All right. Well, I I just assume that there would still be scouts in the XFL, and I, I don't think anybody goes to school and they're like, "Yo, I really just want to play in the XFL." Everybody's <laughs> cool. Is to end up in the NFL, so I would assume that there would still be scouts and stuff in the XFL and whatever other leagues are there are. And NFL scouts watching yeah. the XFL? Yeah, so that okay. way they could 
pull people from the XFL into the NFL. Because, like I said, who who the hell ever looks forward to being in the XFL? You end up in the XFL because you didn't get drafted for the NFL, right? I don't know. I always just wanted it for the because I can make my own name on my back. There was like, you hate me now. <laughs> Wait, really? So, that, yeah, that was back when the XFL like first started. Um, I forget when that was, like 08, 07, something like that. You didn't, you could have your last name on the back of your jersey, but you could change it if you want. So there was someone that said, "You can hate me now," and then someone else that like played off of that and said, "I do hate you" or something like that. Or I forget. It was funny. I thought yeah, it was yeah. like an intramural league, so the niggas that couldn't make the team oh, would do no. intramurals because. So, it's, so that's what the XFL was. The XFL stands for Extreme Football League, and it was uh, started by Vince McMahon, who is the, was it president or owner or whatever of the yes. WWE? Yes. And oh, so there was, like, a lot less, like, rules or penalties. Like, you could body slam dudes on the sidelines, and they'd be like, yeah, that's, that's XFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's what we do. I broke my back. <laughs> Get up and walk it off. Spinal. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. Spinal. So right. it's like wrestling, but football. Well, football no, is like football, it's but like wrestling. Football, but wrestling. Right. I was going like to say football. Like foot, like foot, like would say it's like football, but wrestling. Well, it's like. No. Oh, why didn't you say that? <laughs> why didn't you say that? <laughs> why, right. Why didn't you explain it like that? Like That makes so much more sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can, like, you can actually potato, like, make, a, you can make a touchdown off a turnbuckle. It's really cool, man. They like <laughs> dope shit going on in there. Um, Like, but it's really, if you think about it, though. Football is football with wrestling, like, or like that, oh, or like basketball with like wrestling. Football with a football, dude. Because you know, like, like, it's really it's like this is one of the only. Well, I mean, like rugby maybe, but like this is really only the one outside of wrestling. What other like contact or like MMA? What other contact sports do you have that like we use an, an, an item? Well, true, true. Uh, yeah, charge the mound, baseball. Apparently, Australian basketball. Australian basketball? We talked yeah, about that. The we? Ben Simmons thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, is Ben Simmons is Australian? Ben Simmons? No, wait, who is that? I don't know. He's Australian. Iggy Azalea? Let's go back to that episode where I was playing 2K a lot. Um, but yeah, so the Cleveland Browns beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Browns are 7-3 and three right now. What? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I actually saw a highlight, and uh, Odell just went crazy. Like, he went past, like, everybody and was breaking tackles and stuff like that. Like, he's sick that, of that wow. he's sick of shit, bro. He's sick of being on losing team. Shit. He's taking advantage yeah. of that COVID shit. And I heard... Um, oh. I heard... <laughs> he's like, six feet away, get away. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard that uh, the Titans and the, and the Ravens have had, like, some shit, some fuck-ups because of their um, people got yeah, COVID. Yeah, uh, I heard that the whole Ravens are down with COVID. Like, they all got it. I heard. So I don't just... know how true or how much all of them is, because that's a 50-whatever. You know, that's all. It's crazy. So, Pac, what are... need to stop fucking around. It's just their first lineup is sick, or maybe their second. They need to just go ahead, throw in the third. Everybody on the third string. Yep. Everybody on the bench that don't ever get to play. Well, it's just them time to shine. Put the coach in, you know. <laughs> the coach's wife. The coach's right. wife. <laughs> coach, think, the water boy, had, the towel boy, the cheerleaders. T.S. had a good point. Hey, bitch, you know how to throw a ball? Like, <laughs> why, didn't the, 
why didn't the NFL have a bubble? Because, like, the NBA and um, I forget the dude's name, the commissioner, but he uh, was, like, commended for since the bubble, like, nobody contracted COVID in the NBA. And the NFL were seeing, like, teams are shut down and they're, they're postponing games because of COVID. Like, it's nuts. It, well, it's crazy because the NFL's a little bit like, where is there a football stadium where you can, like, put a, make a bubble around it? Like, the... There's a basket a basketball court is easy to build inside of a fucking and small enough. They got they have them there already. Like for whatever. I feel reason. like it'd be better <laughs> if they just fluctuated the schedule. They don't have to fit all those games on Sundays. Like just spread it out, you know? Yeah, either that or just for every major conference, NFC East, NFC West, whatever, North, South, all of them have one location within each conference that they play. The okay. Coliseum. Stay in those areas. That that's it. If you're yeah. gonna play football, then you have to be in a bubble, just like the NBA. Oh, that would actually be really smart. That see, yeah, they need to hire TS as the commissioner. I'm telling you. I agree. Then <laughs> I'd have more money than just Sound for SoundCloud. Soldier guy, I tell him. Would you still be our friend, TS? <laughs> yes, most definitely. Would you give me a job in the NFL? Because I've been wanting one for a long time. Yeah, in fact, you would probably design the video games for that. Woohoo! Yes! Here we if come. anything like the video game he designed for PGA Tour Street, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic, bitch. <laughs> no, right. I'm telling you, here we come, uh, NFL Fine. 2K, fucking uh, NFL ESPN. See, if y'all are real video game players, y'all know about that. Russell know what I'm talking about, right, Russ? Yeah. See? Yeah, he knows. We going back there. He's we going. listening to you. He's just saying, yeah, to show you up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's drinking coffee and hearts and shit. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. No, I'm just <laughs> no hearts. Carpe diem on the carpet, looking at us. Jason Tatum agrees to a five-year, $195 million extension with the Celtics. Dude wait. became like Dr. Evil. Wait, 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 wait. I did see this, and I, and I was waiting on you to confirm this. They paying this nigga what? Five-year, $195 <laughs> million extension. Is Not he... even just like contract, like extension. Like... Is he worth that? Is Jason Tatum worth that much? I mean, they did. Boston did get pretty, pretty far. Um, they they did, and I think he is their current like heart, play like big role player, right? Um, that they build around, and uh, he has improved a lot, got a lot better, and um, you know, we talked about before how sports is the only job that you're based getting paid based off your potential so i mean yeah. who knows if he gets an injury but he could potentially skyrocket and, and you know mamba mentality or just plateau we'll see but they give him the money he's he's pretty young too right like he's only been in yeah league. he's been in the league only a couple years yeah um i, I want to say he got drafted in 2016 yeah, or 17 that's what i thought i was gonna say like 2016 yeah yeah uh, congratulations to dog and you know getting his bread it's another it's another <laughs> dude it's another dude though who plays for what is it the pacers or um it's either the pacers oh, yeah. or Suns. they got the same shit because i saw them they were like back to back and they both got like 190 some dollar extensions um it was him and it was another dude i think i think dude played for the pacers it was, he was either pacers or um Basically, I think I saw that and did not screen capture it because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this guy's name. I'm not Russell. Oh, God. <laughs> it was, yeah. 
but you know, yeah, touche yeah. to him. Maybe that's his name, Touche. Um, <laughs> so on Thanksgiving, that's what we just had, 22 years ago, um, Randy Moss put up one of the most iconic stat lines of all time as a 21-year-old rookie vowed to get revenge on the Cowboys after Dallas passed on him in the draft. He had three catches with three touchdowns and 163 yards. But also that was like around the air when he was moaning us. He was mooning us? <laughs> You don't remember that? He, no. he, uh, my mom didn't let me watch porn at that age, but you did it anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, he was like, he's got a touchdown and fake moon, like fake turn around and pull down. And he didn't really pull his pants down, but like pretend like he was to moon the Packer fans. Oh, yeah, fuck dog. <clears throat> but I mean, he is. Top five. He was a lot more arrogant. I really didn't like it. When I was a kid, I made a snowman and put 84 moss on the back and then tackled his head off. It was cool. Oh, I thought you were going to say you peed on it. I was going to say, well, this is taking a No. Why would you think I... Oh, my God. <laughs> Historic moment for college football. Vanderbilt is turning into <laughs> women's soccer player Sarah Fuller to be its place kicker on Saturday. She'll, became, she'll become the first woman to participate in a Power 5 football game. That's pretty crazy, huh, T.S.? <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, because she's really good at, at kicking footballs and soccer balls, maybe? I don't know. Um, let's see. I think that's all I... Hmm. Olympic stuff. Uh, spectators won't be permitted at Pfizer Forum at start of season because of ongoing pandemic. Um, Bucks reach agreement on a deal with former Nuggets forward Tory Craig. Um, Brett Favre does not suck. Former Spurs guard Bryn Forbes agrees to a two-year deal with the Bucks. Um, Wait. <laughs> Jalen Adams agrees to a two-way deal with the book. I, I don't know. Don't listen back because I've already sweat. After I'm reading it, I'm clearing it away on my notifications. Pat got it. I talked about that already. Cody. Aaron Rodgers, what's wrong with the barrel at Lamp? Yeah, okay. You guys to talk about Russell McCoy, not Tia's? Nah. Um, you got the, the major fight today, don't you? Uh, oh, right. Tyson yeah. Versus, uh, yeah. Roy Jones. <laughs> Dude, I just watched the weigh in this morning. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is, hey, is, uh, do you know, is, is Roy Jones a lefty? A southpaw? I'm his... not. I believe he has a, uh, a, a signature left hook that he throws a lot. Because I was looking I'm at him mistaken. during the way in, and his right arm looked like he, someone just anyone that he works at Best Buy, like nothing. But then his left arm was like huge. I'm like, I wonder if he's a lefty or he's Quagmire. In, in the angles, too. Um, I thought it was interesting because, um, you know, I watched Joe Rogan's uh, podcast mm -hmm. from time to time. Um, he was describing <laughs> the difference in Mike prior to um, him agreeing to the fight and then after he started training again and he was like yo it's like two different people like he was legit like scared for his life yeah second time mike appeared on the uh, on the show and it was crazy because um hearing people talk about mike like that you'd be like i would never get in the ring with dog but no yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny how things are switched like he's like i'm gonna fight it was this huge thing we're all excited about and then he's like well it's not fair only had three months or six months whatever he said of training and it's like He's trying to back out, and then he's then they change the rules where you can't knock each other. I'm like, this is getting fishy, but yeah, I mean, it's understandable. 
Okay. You guys, you guys, dude just brings a heater, starts kicking them or something. <laughs> you guys watching the boxing match tonight? Yes, bro. Boy, I'm about to box you. You <laughs> <laughs> need to reboot, Tia. <laughs> Take the battery out. Wait 10 seconds. <laughs> Are you sure it's plugged in? You're not trying to compose yourself. You're asking us about the game while you're laughing through. Yeah, I don't hear no music. <laughs> I don't hear no music. Compose. Ah, that's good. I was trying to be quiet and be serious. Like, okay, oh, I'm you were boxing, but I'm sorry. I'm Dude, still super you know distracted how easy about Cody building quiet? a snowman. <laughs> you know how easy it is to be quiet on your phone? You hit mute. <laughs> I can't participate if I'm muted. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm good. Listen, man, to teach his own. Um, but no, I'm not watching it. But I, I just think it's kind of a weird concept now that we got like all this. Um, we got them about to fight, but it's, they're like all these rules. Like I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy watching Mike Tyson play around. Like eat your food, <laughs> <Play> bitch. <around. laughs> Did you see what I posted the, the other day? Was it yesterday about like he's a uh, he was eating a uh, Roy Jones Jr. head like a cake that was looked like his head. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> Dude, he he was feeding like the nose and the head and stuff like that to a dog and two kids. Like what the heck? <laughs> Yikes! Wait, this man's Mike Tyson yeah. is still crazy. That's crazy. Still, yeah, it's not something you get rid of. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yikes! It's, it's crazy because like he was like completely like on a chill note, like no, I don't want to do this anymore. Because it turns into a different type of person. Da 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 da. And he was like just like smoking weed with with Joe and just talking, yeah. and just laughing and joking. And then like the, the next time you saw him, you you were like he could kill everybody in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had lost like um, almost a hundred pounds um, to get his get his shape. Thing. Um, well, no, I take that back. It was like 80 at first, really put back on um, some weight because he was down from, I think they said he was around 280 at the beginning, and then he dropped it till he was like about 200, 205. And then I think at the weigh in yesterday, he was like 220. It was, it was yeah. crazy the amount of work he had put in. And it's like 220, like all muscle and shit, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. well, I mean, it's going to be like, you know, a little bit of fat that, you know, and toenails. Older, uh, <laughs> when you know he's older and stuff, but yeah, like it, it definitely you can definitely see it's like mostly if not totally muscle. Damn. But see, that's everybody's watching um, Tyson's stats. What's up with Roy? Has anybody checked on Dog? Is he okay? No, yeah, at, the, at the weigh-in. At, that's the thing. He was, he he showed up on a couple of shows, and you know, um, the thing is. Roy knows what he has to do as far as fighting Tyson. He's like, yo, this is not a head-up fight. You fight, dude. You try he to grabs tire the white tile. <laughs> you, you try to tire him out because Mike is not necessarily known for his stamina. He's known for his power and his speed. Um, but Roy is known for more speed, and he does have some power, but he prides himself on having a lot of stamina. Um, Which is hard. That's, when that's his gameplay for this. It's hard though because they're both old. So like, first of all, mm-hmm. first of all, I, I think mean, they 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 decreased the time, which was you know, what Roy was against because he was like, yo, the more so time they I can get the so ring, they can get back in time for bingo. <laughs> I mean, the the, the rounds um, so no. that they're not as long. They're not three minute rounds or two minute, um, and then it's only going to, to eight 
eight rounds. So it it was a lot, there was a lot of changes, like just a lot of rules and stuff that they changed to kind of make this more um, it seemed like a benefit than a fight. But Tyson ain't gonna fight no benefit, and, and Roy Jones ain't gonna fight no benefit. These guys gonna fight fight. Well, I would like to see them fight fight, and I hope that they post all the things on YouTube so that way I can see the fight fight because I'm not gonna buy it. But um, <clears throat> I think this is kind of it's kind of cool, but kind of yeah at the same time because you don't want to see a bunch of fucking just um old yeah. old men poking at each other with their canes and shit like pick the cane up and beat them over the fucking head like I don't like I, I do want to see this but I, I want to see it done correctly I don't want to see it done half-assed you know so there's that but hey right you know. so if they go and knock their block off they should knock each other's block off me and McCoy are on the same page right you didn't you signed up for the shit so now look listen do the shit the right way. Stop bullshitting. That's how I feel. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm just like, don't don't do this, and then it'd be shitty. Cause then you're gonna look back and be like, the two two of the greatest fighters of the last thirty years did the shitty shit, and now we're just like, yeah, we could have been without this. Like, it's like you know, I don't want to see. Um, I liked Kingdom Come, by the way. This is but but this is just be to use a example. People don't want to see Kingdom Come Jay Z. They want to see American Gangster and pre Kingdom Come Jay Z. People don't want to see Wizard Michael Jordan. They want to see, you know what I'm saying? They want to see Bull. We will take we'll take the the Bull. last you know the last part of the '90s Bulls. We'll take that. Right. We we want to see. We, you I know. mean, these cats are definitely going to be. They're they're past their prime. They were never going to get back to their prime. Right. What I'm what more saying. curious about is if they were to stay in shape, why would anybody consider them too old for the sport? You know. It, yeah, yeah, let's bring this up for kind of because Jess and I were talking about this where there's not sports don't have an age limit. It's it's like if you're still capable and good capable, enough. Yeah, well, they're gladiator sports. Just like in gladiator times, you fought until you died. You didn't. You, there was no too old. You basically fought until you, you you died from the exhaustion. You died from whatever wounds you received, or you died from the animals that killed and each ate you. Um, these are kind of the or same COVID. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but th- those are kind of the same things. It's, there's, just, these are all gladiator sports. The thing is, it's not that they're saying that they're too old to do this. Da, 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 da. It's the media trying to control things and, and to make this into like, um, uh, what would they say? Um, it's, it's something in roses. I think it's like Buddy and Roses or something like that. They make it all soft and sweet and, and like this is a, a event. And no, this is a sport where they beat the hell out of each other. For money, this is that's what we pay to watch. That's what we want to see, because um, the fighters are the ones who are complaining about it, because they want the the original rules. They want to fight and and fight well. Um, Mike Tyson has always been an advocate for, for you get in the spring, I'm gonna kill you, or I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna beat you until you love me type of thing. That's always been his kind of mantra. And Roy Jones is the same way. Like, no, nah, this is a real fight. I'm from the fighters' cat. Let me fight him how I want to fight him. So it's not them that's restricting everything. It's not even the um, uh, um, the arena and uh, the, uh, the boxing uh, managers or whatever that are are um, enforcing these rules. It's like media base and in order the person who's promoting this is wanted wants it this way um, because I guess it generates the most money for them. But yeah, they they they've not been on the same page, and I don't think they're going to be in the same page when they get in this ring. But we'll see. You know, or Mike did say some crazy stuff. Didn't he say something like, I'll beat you so bad, I'll make you my girlfriend or something like that? 
He's from I'm gonna um, fuck you till you love me. <laughs> Literally said that to a dude um, <laughs> when they was um, talking to each other. Um, he he said a lot of stuff. He was like, "Yeah, don't come in this ring unless you're ready to die. You ready to die?" Like he would say all that stuff. So he was it wasn't just that he was capable of doing those things, but he would say those things to you. So he he had a fear game that was above a lot of people. Well, I think that's what makes him such a great fight because you know every. <clears throat> Mostly everything is mental, really. I mean, if you think mm-hmm. you think you gonna lose, you gonna lose because you didn't psych yourself into thinking you can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. So when it comes to Mike Tyson and the shit that he's done, and you know, he, I think one of the reasons he's been the best because he like kind of like has this like cloud of of, of fear like over him, where it's like like damn, you gotta fight Mike Tyson, like damn. You know what I mean? Like he like the last boss on the board type shit to a lot of niggas. So well, he was in Mike Tyson's punch out. His trainer was one of the greatest trainers of all time. Um, this trainer trained Rocky. Um, uh, that was. I'm not sure. I had to read. Rocky was. So Rocky wasn't real though. That would be a joke. Um, there was a. Uh, there was a, a a person that Rocky was based off of. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow! Look how um, I very very loosely. Yeah, very very loosely. Um, but his his trainer was supposed to be well, well, not supposed to be was pretty much legendary as far as trainers go. Um, and if you remember when Mike kind of got into the to the field, he was like what sixteen when he started boxing. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere around there, and he was that size when he was sixteen. But he was you know he wasn't really looked at for his speed. But he could double punch you, and they both would hit like he had just did one punch. So his signature move was the uh, the um, blow to the body, step around side, and hit you with that same fist to the to the head because it opened you up. Uh, when most people, when they first got hit by Mike, it was such a shock because of the power that they were like, "Okay, I don't know if I could do this." And you can tell, you can see the switch in in their demeanor. During the, during, the, during the match, it was crazy. It was hilarious too. Um, but that's how you always call people. Usually, it hits you uh, to the stomach first to open you up because you, now you you bring your your arms down to block that that uh, that uh, body punch, yep. and then he hits you right under the chin and you go. <laughs> Now it I'm about to so watch some Mike Tyson can't. highlights and Dude, I can't wait to see this fight tonight. I cannot <laughs> he wait. He was to so quick fight. with it that you know it was like you know they called him Iron Mike for a reason. Like he was running through cats. <laughs> Damn. Oh, wait, so are you paying to watch it, T.S.? Um, either I might. I might pay to watch it. I might go somewhere to watch it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But either way, it's going to be seen. <laughs> it don't get saw. <laughs> right. Video call us when you, right. <laughs> you can see it too for free. <laughs> yeah. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> we watched it in low quality. <laughs> Right, it's sa- it, 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 <laughs> we watched it how how it sounds when uh, TS is talking without the phone to his mouth and shit. Right, I'll I'll disrupt everybody else in the house and I'll, I'll just walk straight up to the uh, the <laughs> EV with the phone. Is this good? Is this good right here. Uh, shut up, everybody! Right. I'm trying to see if it's good for them. All right, <laughs> my pie come first. Thanks, TS. <laughs> I'm gonna have apple yeah, juice. Yeah, that's why he moved because the pack comes first. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna have a <laughs> apple juice and a pack of animal crackers. Like, woo, with a spinny hat. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Any, 
<laughs> Anything else sports related? All right, uh, um, it's another stretch. So, so yeah, they're they're so old. It's like they're like as old as people's gr- Grammys. Speaking of Grammys, hey, the- <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that. I like that. Well, 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 people. <clears throat> well, well, well. It is that time of the year where uh, one of the biggest American uh, war shows for music, the Grammys, <clears throat> um, released the nominees for next year's. Uh, award show, and gotta say, uh, it's, a, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of different uh, things, a lot of different emotions going on. A lot of different people, a lot of different people uh, nominated who you wouldn't expect. A lot of different people not nominated who you were like had to be nominated, but you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, man, two thousand and twenty-one Grammys. Uh, first, we're gonna start with this. Um, first, we're gonna start with this. Quick, quick. Uh, Couple quick snubs. Well, man, it's so much. Okay, the general, the general um, categories. Okay, you got album of the year, you got song of the year, you got uh, record of the year, and then best new artist. Um, first of all, the box by Roddy Rich, new hip hop phenom. Um, he was a freshman last year on the twenty nineteen cover. Uh, he dropped his album, uh, Please Excuse Me for Being Anti-Social, which is, again, I've never said this, but that's just one of the greatest titles to me um, in rap of recent years. I just really like the title of that album. Um, so he <clears throat> dropped that last December, and, um, you know, the box went crazy, went crazy. I think it was a uh, number one record for about 13, 14 weeks. It was, it was, it was um, definitely getting up there to, to record-breaking status. I, I believe it's... Um, uh, it's definitely past ten weeks um, as a, at a number one, which is for anybody is an amazing feat. And for the guy who just dropped his first album in December, mm-hmm. that's you know that's crazy. So shout out to Roddy Rich, but it is not on record of the year, but it is on song. It did make the song of the year category, which was a little, which was a little odd to me um, because he didn't. He did. He did. Okay, maybe it's just the old man. In me. He did say some. Proli- I, I don't. Okay, I won't say he said prolific shit in the song. Um, you know that that's actually his ad lib. That's not a for that song. He it's just, not a Windex. It's not a Windex. What? It's not. It's not part of the beat. That's him just act. He said he was in the movie and he just he just said it, it added to the song. So, um, I mean, he did some great. That's kind of cool. It is. It is very cool. It's, it's good. It's good music at the end of the day because that's all it, music is supposed to be. Did you? Making calculus, calculus. It's terrible. He just thinks it's cold because he moved to Houston, so his weather is warmer climate there. So uh, that was a good pun. You see what I did? Okay, editing. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of good puns, there was a rapper named Big Pun. Speaking of Big Pun, music. So he's as old that, as a Grammy. <laughs> he's as dead as a Grammy looking ass. Uh, <laughs> um. So you know what else is uh, uh happened with the Grammy recently? Kanye West pee on it like he would pee on that snowman. Anywho. There is a <laughs> nice 2019 Halloween costume. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> stop peeing on Randy Walsh, Cody. Hey. <laughs> 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 it's on you, it's on you. Now, that this the, okay. So the box made it to song of the year, but not record of the year, which to me was kind of like a half hat. I feel like it should be nominated maybe in both. And more so record because it is all of the elements with the box that came together to make it a great song. It wasn't just his what he said made it a great rap song, but the what he you know the beat and all that shit 
came together and I think it made for good record of the year. And it had Ariana Grande and motherfucking Justin Bieber going crazy. Or Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber were trying to go crazy to get they shit, you know what I'm saying, to make they shit go number one. And it was like, they were like, Selena Gomez was literally got, like doing a lot so that way that her, their single and the shit could get, could beat out Roddy Rich. Yeah, I had motherfuckers going crazy this year. Um, Wait, how did... How did Selena Gomez or Justin Bieber go harder than Doja Cat trying to go number one? Listen, they were like, I think uh, Selena Gomez is like out like buying like albums or records. I, I have to look at. I have to look it up. Uh, I know Justin Bieber was a part of it, but there. Oh but yeah, she bought. Um, she went to Target, a bunch of Targets or whatever, yeah. and bought albums to give out know, to people. Yeah, and I don't know something? if it was for albums, but I know it had something to do with um, Roddy Rich being number one. Hold on. Yummy in January. Yummy is when uh, Justin Bieber dropped his that, that single for his uh, eventual album that would have been Changes. Um, Roddy mm-hmm. Rich had already dropped. You know the box was already out, and they were trying to get Yummy to be number one. The box was already you know kind of sitting there. They're trying to get Yummy to be number one, and it was this whole big internet thing. And the box still beat out Justin Bieber's Yummy, and so it was like the box as a record was going bananas all. The first part of this year, like it was crazy, it was crazy. So, I think that it should be in record of the year because it's not just what he's saying. I think, as a whole, it's a good, you know, body of music. So it's not just a song; it shouldn't just be song because I don't think that anything he said was, you know, it's 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 nominated for uh, best rap song already. So I get, you know, I don't know. For me, that whole thing is just like where we are as. Uh, culture and hip hop, I don't see what Roddy said being super epic as a song. You know what I'm saying? But then again, it could just be the again. It's a new time. It's a new era. It could be the old man and me coming out like where I'm like oh, the boy didn't goddamn say nothing. You know what I'm saying? He just he said, "Bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house." Just this all like I don't. It don't. It's not epic. It's not like Bob Dylan esque level. But then again, maybe I'm looking at it through the wrong you know lens. But it's cool. Anyways, um, Doja Cat. Well, I guess as far as Roddy Rich's uh, hype, a lot of uh, my br- my sisters and their friends, they're only maybe four or five years younger than me, but I'm friends with them on Facebook and stuff. They were all super fucking hyped about Roddy Rich all year long. Like yeah. They were posting all types of stuff about, yo, you better play Roddy Rich for my funeral. And blah. like, damn, this oh thing is that cold? Right. Yeah. 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 They was really hyped off some Roddy Rich. <laughs> I woke up to the casket like. <laughs> but look, but look. So now you got um, record of the year. Also nominated Doja Cat, say so. Um, Savage by Megan, you know Megan Thee Stallion. But here, here's another thing that's kind of tripping me out. Um, best new artist, D Smoke, who's who's actually nominated um, in Best Rap Album category. We're going to get into that you know, <laughs> very soon. Um, but Doja Cat is nominated for new artist. Kentronada, who is a... Kentronada, who's a um, record producer <laughs> slash like, rapper guy. Um, does a lot of shit in the background, behind the scenes. He does more production than anything, um, but he drops his own albums. Megan Thee Stallion. Here's my thing. Oh, and also uh, Chica. She, she was on the freshman list this year as well, too. Um, shout out to her. Um, but 
here are my those are just some of the people too. But here is my issue with this. Doja Cat has been signed since 2013 and has dropped multiple albums. Multiple albums. So she's not a new artist. I don't understand the mathematics behind new artists anymore. She's not new at all. I can see if this past year she had dropped her first shit. No. She's been she's been signed since 2013, 2014. Yeah, she's been signed. She was like 18, 19. She's been signed for a while. Just popped um, two years ago with the um, the Moo shit. Right. Um, Megan Thee Stallion. I could accept her being new artist. Um, I feel like she would have been new artist last year more so than anything. But I don't know. Megan and Doja Cat being on this list doesn't they less Megan more so Doja Cat. I understand what she's right. done, what she's done the last year or whatever really, really took off, but she's not a new artist. She's on like album, like anything else that she dropped. Or she'd be on, I think, album number four or five with this next project she's going to come out with. Hot Pink was like album three or four. Because I think she had two before, uh, what was it, Amelia? Uh, that was the, the other one, right? Um, the one I, think, I thought that was Amala. the first one. Amala, yeah. Amala, Amala the first was one. her first studio and then the, she no the she, other one was she got out she had at least one album before that from like 2014 that's what that's that's what i'm saying so how was she a new artist if she's been dropping projects since 2014 it, it maybe amala was the first one since then but her first project came out like 2014 and that's my issue with the new artist and she's not new in what sense of the word would she be new she should have won this in 2015 2016 if she was gonna be the best her chance to win Best New Artist has well, passed. You feel what I'm saying? Are you sure it's not a mixtape? Because at least on, according to iTunes, she has two albums right now. Amala and Hot Pink. Unless she has like a... It's with like... It's not on iTunes she or was mixtape or a different label. It was something. no, because she was signed when that when that dropped. She was signed to... I can't think Kimosabi. She was signed to a major label when she dropped that. This is her debut EP, Purr, in 2014. Is that what you were talking about? P-U-R-R-R? Yes. Okay, that's the one. That's the one. Okay, maybe she didn't drop out. She dropped the EP, but still, she would still be. And it was, it was on a record label. That's the thing. The EP was on there. She was signed to the record label when she dropped it. So my whole thing is, is she really new? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe because she dropped a uh, a uh, Amala. Um, when was that? Twenty eighteen. Okay, all right. But then, may, shouldn't she have been best new artist last year? Then I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm reading too much into. I'm. I could be reading way too much into it. Wait, wait, wait. Here's uh, the thing, know, though. The, the was... Grammy timeline. It yeah. starts in August or September. September. So yeah. And the end of so the maybe Amala was for last. She dropped. Year. She dropped Amala but, in March of 2018. Yeah, but what so about that was the other one, the Pink Friday one? Or I forget. That what was called. September of last year. Right. So that would be this Grammy yeah. year. So yes, if she would, if she was, if she was so New Year type of. Yeah. So so look. So look. All the nominations and shit for for Hot Pink, the Say So song, all of that, that makes sense. But it's the best new artist. And because I feel like this isn't the first time people have been screwed over. Um, there have been other artists um, who have been in the game for years. And then they come out as like a solo act. And they're like, best new artist is this guy. He was just in a group for 10 years. He's not a new artist. Like, the way that they kind of... Well, it depends. Because that... I would I would understand it makes sense because then he's a new solo artist. So yeah, technically, he's a new artist because he's no longer part of that group and into different as far as like publications and and um, brand and things of that nature. I would give him that. 
But uh, because she's been out for a while and has at least two albums out now, I would consider her a new artist, like you're saying. Right, yeah. So I'm saying yeah. someone that's in a group would be a new artist. They, w- they would have a new solo career, but that's they're still not a new artist. Well, it depends, because if they're with if they're with the group as their name plus the band, that's one group under one E-I-N. Right. Um, E-I-N. Um, so that's one brand. So they would technically be a new artist if they go solo because they're no longer affiliated with that that brand name. They have to create right. their own but brand. So they well, can no, technically like... be a new artist. I kind of get. I kind of get still, that they're too. They're still. I, I, I would. Because <laughs> they're still like. Because it's like been an artist, it's, so they're not. New it's to like it. you know, it's not like they haven't it's made new new on their music own. before. Right, but I get it. Not, so that's why I'm, well, I think that they're they are a new solo artist, but I don't think you can say they're a new artist because they've done this before, you know. And professionally, and that's and that's and I and I see both sides too, and that's where I get a little confused because I'm like, if we take. Um, you know, fucking uh, 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 dude out of Justin Harry Timberlake. Ha- yeah, Justin Timberlake. Can he win? Could he have one new mm-hmm. artist in like oh five, oh six? Is he? And I believe he would because it's a totally different brand. I don't he think was they... under the brand of NSYNC. Yeah, yeah. And, and he wasn't a single person. But it's it's like um, because they do this a lot in gospel to where it's um the lead singer and then the group name um like Kirk Franklin. He has three brands. It's Kirk Franklin. Um, Kirk Franklin and the family, Kirk Franklin and GP. They're all different brands. He could technically be a new artist each year he has a different brand. Okay, I get that. I get that. I get wow. that. I get that. It is it is circles and cycles, tears. Cuz it is it is more because I'm out. You could you could you could essentially drop an album and it be completely different than what you know, I could be in a rock band but then come out as a rapper um mm-hmm. separately and you know, that would be kind of a different so uh, I do I get that I get that but I'm glad we're on the same page with the timing of um, Doja Cat being a new artist I don't I don't really I don't feel it I don't feel it but hey to each his own uh, it's, it's it makes all, as much the, sense the, to me as someone that can get album of the year but their album came out the year prior like in September it's still yeah, a, you know true. what y'all got to stop with that it's still a twelve month period no, come on man it's, they got to start with it's, it's, it's a twelve it's a twelve month is the new year it's still <laughs> but, but it's it's the fiscal years um with business it's always about fiscal years so I can and the first see quarter that. starts in January <laughs> it doesn't actually um it I forget what does. quarter is the first quarter um, I thought it started in February technically it's not it's not January um. And I think that might be industry-based because some fiscal years, I believe, start in, like, June. It's weird. It's, it's super weird. Um, I was learning this last year um, regarding some business management stuff. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it might be industry-based uh, as far as the fiscal year goes. Right, right. Um, or it could sure. be company-based. I can't remember which. I think, it, um, I think you're right when you say industry-based. I think you're right when you say industry-based. Huh, that's dope. That's interesting to look up because this is a music business, head ass. Um, so, um, anywho, uh, so, but here, but, but here at NPC, you know your boy McCoy. I'm a hip hop head. And so, really, uh, I wanted to talk about, well, before, before we make it there, two quick things, two snubs that people are talking about from the Grammys this year. Um, The Weeknd, um, had, one of the best-selling albums this year um, stayed in the top 10. I think it's still there after hours. Um, Blinding Lights, one of the biggest records this year. I mean, we, 
first of all, I just want to take this moment to make it a, a, a weekend appreciation. Uh, give it, give him thirty seconds of appreciation. I, I've always never, I've never given the weekend the credit that he deserves. And I was looking, thinking about this the other day, and I had to tweet about this because that motherfucker does numbers. His last album, Starboy, sold eight million records. These are mm-hmm. these are these are Drake and Beyonce level numbers. And to me, Weekend has always been like, I don't know, like, not b I, I don't know. You think second tier? Yeah, like second tier. And maybe this is just on some celebrity shit, which, you gotta, which we should be dialing back. He makes great music. Um, well, I, and I think that's that's really all relative because you see him in, like, as far as, like, background music or um, music that's in a lot of things, like movies and commercials and stuff. Yep. It's crazy because, like... Um, I'll be on YouTube and you know the, the ads pop up and it's like, dude, this this is a nice song. And you look it up and it's like, The Weeknd made this or yep. Bruno Mars made this. Like it's yep. it's crazy that the, the celebrities that we um don't readily think of are actually doing a lot more than we, than we think they are. Yeah, man. Also, real quick, Starboy was his was three albums ago in 2016. Since then, he had My Dear Melancholy and After Hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I thought. Well, excuse me, my dear man, I thought that was an EP, but my mistake. Um, I know Star. I, I know Starboy. So eight million. Right, it's two million away from Diamond. That one I think was his his uh like biggest hit album. Yeah, that. But the, and his album before that. Um, the album. Oh my god, I forgot the name of that album. Right before he cut his hair and shit. Um, uh, Beauty Behind right. the Madness. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. that had some fucking that had some bangers on that motherfucker. But that one came out the gate and sold like damn near half a mil first week. It sold like uh, close to five, like close to five hundred thousand first week, and you know I was just think I wasn't I didn't realize until I really thought about it like how big this motherfucker is, bro. Like this nigga is really I don't think Drake's I don't think Scorpion sold eight million copies. I don't think Drake's last two yeah. albums sold. I'm like the Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think that. I don't know what Beyonce last album, but but like eight million copies, eight million records from for Starboy, that's huge. That that easily puts him at top three to five musicians in the world in terms of sales. Like that's bonkers, bro. <laughs> like what? And I didn't know the weekend. I don't know what I was thinking. What I was smoking. What kind of you know drugs I was taking? But I was not seeing the weekend. In that level, and that, and then, and we started talking about the Grammys and all this shit, and how much you know. After hours, just going doing crazy numbers, been in top ten since it came out. Again, Blind and Light, one of the biggest records. They started bringing up Starboy and how big that album was, and I'm like, you know, this nigga damn near can't be left out. It's like leaving Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston out of the Grammys in like 1991 or some shit. Like you don't in that era in that point of time if she dropped something you you better had you had better honor that <laughs> you had better fucking respect it and i guess so he he didn't get any nominations reason being i guess there's some backdoor shit going on where super bowl grammys and they he they said he had to make a decision as to because they want him to perform in the super bowl they also want him to what perform. so wait he can't get the, nominated or be a part of the grammys if he's performing at super bowl i guess people who Do, perform at the grammys they think don't that's a performance for, enhancing sense would be I didn't. I didn't know this was even a thing, and I feel like this this might be not a thing, and they just being they doing on some bullshit. But I guess it was some back and forth shit where he's going to be performing at the Super Bowl, 
and they also wanted him to be one of the main performers at the Grammys. Um, you know, his album is huge. It should have been usually his album would be one of the albums nominated for album of the year. Um, so this is bogus. Yeah. So Dude. there's some there's some back. me like all those people that you know. Oh, I'm here to accept this award on behalf of so and so because they couldn't be here tonight, but they thank you and blah blah. They told him, <laughs> listen, and I can, and I will, and I will post this, and I will post this in the group. But right after the nominations came out, Weekend came out and said you need to have some transparency and, t- and tell the fans, you know, he basically his tweet was like, um, Grammys, you need to be honest with the people, and they, my fans mm-hmm. deserve transparency, all that shit. And apparently there was some some backdoor shit going on with him performing at the Grammys and the Super Bowl, and the Grammys, and they have so much power that they basically said allegedly, allegedly, they have said. If you choose to perform at the Super Bowl, we will have to pull your nominations. Because Blind, Blind and Light's not being nominated for record or song of the year. That's that right. was a huge. That was a huge record. That was a huge record. Let me know last time when Justin Timberlake performed if he dropped an album and was also nominated at the Grammys. Like, right. Like, <laughs> this is just and, fishy. And now you know when I, don't I think he was. I, I was nominated. But but here's the okay. thing. Here's the thing though. Nominated and, and played at the Super Bowl. No. Right. He's only played twice. So you once could, with Janet for the Nipplegate, and then once like, a couple years ago. When Prince had died, yeah. so in 2017, yeah. he played that following year. Yeah, he, Prince died 2016, he played because he did the tribute to do 2017. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's wild, though, because I'm like, that's just so unfair to, to for an artist to be that big, you know, that big of an artist and you to just pull this shit because he chose to do to do two, both performances. To chose to say, I'm going to do both. You know, that is wild. That is just amazingly wild. And I did not like that uh, one. I, I just think that that's unfair. That's like to, to work so hard to be an artist, you know, you know, to be damn near the Michael Jackson in terms of, in terms of like maybe vocal ability and shit. Like he's the closest thing I've seen to Mike <laughs> in this generation. In terms of numbers and stuff. Right, right. I mean, he's doing shit that's like, you know, it's crazy. And, and for you to just, Imagine them telling Mike, you, you did that Pepsi commercial when you were supposed to perform at the Grammys. Huh. Better don't win this year. Bet it don't win. Bet it don't win. Bet it don't get nominated. Like, that's just it's odd. Funny, to me. What's funny is Mike would be like, I'll just buy your organization then. And, right, you know. exactly. <laughs> like, I have a zoo in my back here. Yeah. Exactly. Because what that, what that guy do? He pissed everybody off and bought the, uh, the rights to the Beatles? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? What's <laughs> crazy? What's crazy is the, there's, there's a. Supposedly he had a conversation with Paul McCartney. They were filming, mm-hmm. I think the girl is mine. In the trailer, he said, "How much would you pay for the? How much would uh, would you pay for uh, the Beatles mask or whatever?" And Paul McCartney was like, "I offer him like sixty million or whatever." And he came back the next day and said, "I bought him for sixty four million." <laughs> like what, bro? Like what? Like well, he's going to be Spider Man too, and he almost was thinking about buying Sony because they wouldn't want him to let him be Spider Man. Yeah. Man, so that's. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking. That's why. Is, is he the the original Fifty Cent with pettiness and <laughs> Maybe right. He he. Yeah, because this is where Fifty Cent was taking his uh his notes from, like, oh wow, buying masters in front of a person. I like this idea. Right, right. called John him John Rule? Rules manager. <laughs> um, but no, but uh, uh, you know, his little beef beef with Prince was always kind of like they said Michael called him on stage one time, like had Quincy was like, yo, bring him up here, bring him up here, because Mike always felt like he like I've been putting in the work. Prince came out of nowhere. You know, and y'all trying to you know put them on my level type shit. It, it was it was the eighties was a great time. Um, anywho, also another person that was snubbed at the, snubbed at the Grammys, Kaylani. Uh, so Kaylani dropped the album this year. Um, album was called. 
it was good until it wasn't. It was good till it wasn't. Um, very, very big uh, hip hop or not hip hop R and B album this year. Very, you know, grassroots. I mean, the album is doing numbers. It, it's one of those albums where the people said they loved it. You know what I'm saying? Like the people really pushed this album to where it is. You know, um, Kaylani didn't get any any nominations for any of the shit that she did this year, and, it, and that album was pretty solid album. Um, I've listened to the album a couple times, um, and I've heard these some of these songs on the radio. I've you know, seeing people enamored with these songs. When you bring up R&B for 2020, the album which came, I believe, in uh, May, has been a consistent talk. Like, people thought this was going to be Kaylani's year, and she didn't get nominated for anything, and she did submit it. So, you know, you just kind of, like, wonder, like, you know, they might be getting it right in other categories, but then, like, y'all strong arm of the weekend, y'all didn't even look at Kaylani, and you know it, it's 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 crazy. And then on the other hand, on the flip side, you get people like Janae Aiko, who's nominated for Album of the Year. You want to be, you know, um, so you, like you said, what? You said you want to be starting something. <laughs> you you kind of want to. You really want to be thankful and grateful that people like her finally, you know, getting their getting their shine and shit. But you know, it is what it is. But here at uh, MPC. We like to talk about hip hop, man. And I have to say, this year, the reason I'm so amped about the Grammys this year is because of the, the hip hop category, man. Um, this year, really, 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 really went well for hip hop. You don't usually get it like this. So, the five best rap album nominations this year uh, Black Habits by newcomer D Smoke. D Smoke is actually the brother of Sh Sir, who signed the TDE, John Redcorn, and all of that. Those different type of songs. Um, look, look up Sir. Sir is amazing, and look up his brother D Smoke. D Smoke is also on uh, Rhythm and Flow, the Netflix uh, show, that first season. Um, uh, and it's funny because I remember seeing it on the show. I'm like, damn, this nigga look like Sir from TDE. That's funny. Um. And is Sir related to her at all? No, sir. No, it's a play on words. No, no sir. <laughs> no. Okay. You, know, you know her is that actually... Well, uh, is, is D-Smoke related to Pop Smoke? Uh, no. Not at all. Not at all. Um, actually, funny, funny <laughs> T.S., um, the, the smoke's looking ass. Funny T.S., you... <laughs> um, her is actually half black and half Filipino. So, her is actually related oh, to you, T.S. Her is related to he. Probably is. Her is related to Tis, looking at us. Um, yeah, so we got Black Habits by D Smoke. Never heard Who's the album. on third? Who pays still, like... Um, then we have Alfredo. Alfredo, one of my favorite uh, reviewed albums this year. Uh, Marinara is better. Gave it 8.5. Uh, we have that with um, Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. Very, very, very hip hop. Uh, we have a written testimony by the man himself, Jay Electronica. Notice that Jay Z is not nominated for this Grammy. I mean, he will. Jay Z. Jay Z. Well, yeah, you already complained the Grammys aren't holding up for wait, just, the weekend. Just, they can't hold up for Jay Z's album featuring Jay Electronica. Right. But the funny thing is, um, anybody that when it's when it's an album, um, anybody who's a participant a participant in making of that album will. Get a Grammy. I don't know if Jay Z even put himself in the liner notes or when they was. However, Jay Z probably talked to the Grammys like, 
don't have my name a part of this. Let him have his <laughs> no. shine. No, 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 Let no. Let known for that. good right now. Yeah, I, I got my own stuff. I own the rest of the music industry. Just let him get his little award. But uh, little. So, uh, there's a written testimony by Jay Electronica, which for me, soul-wise, is my favorite album this year. I'm about to listen to that today. Um, You have King's Disease by Nas. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's go. And then you got the wait, album. wait, wait, wait. Let's go. You said let's go. How many how many uh, megaphones did you give it? Nine. I gave it a nine out of ten. That's a pretty nine, amazing. That's, that's a pretty amazing rating, sir. That's uh, like a fifty percent. I'm just kidding. You know, you know what's crazy? I gave and I gave and I gave written testimony a seven point five, because musically, production wise, it wasn't for it was for me, but it wasn't for everybody. Overall, so I seven point five for written testament testament um written testimony, but it's still. Damn near the best album of the year for my soul. You gave it that because Dog don't rap on beat. Yeah. And the best part about a lot of the songs was Jay Z. So you couldn't have given him seven and a half or ten stars. It it just makes sense. You're good. That's <laughs> where he ain't we going. None of that shit. And then, we got, <laughs> and then we got the allegory by Royce of Nine. I can't remember what I gave that album. I, I want to say it was an eight. Um, it was either eight or eight point five. But the point is. Yes, Grammys. Fucking yes, Grammys. And I just am so overjoyed because these are very, like, very distinct hip-hop albums. There's no, there are people in D-Smoke, he's not commercially, you know, success, or like commercially over the top or successful. Um, I forgot about Dawn until I saw his name on this list. I didn't even know he had dropped the album, and let alone one that was. Did he pick it back up again? One that was, hopefully. Um, <laughs> it just—I don't know, man. This is this is so. I have so much to say, but so much, but so little to say. As a hip hop, as a self-professed uh, hip hop head, two things jump out at me here. One, well, three, three. One, you have what you would consider. Mid-card artist in, um, in, um, Freddie Gibbs and in Worst, in Worst of Odd Nine. We, we know how important Worst of Odd Nine is to rap. If you listen to me in this podcast, you know what I think about Royce's ability. But I think that the rap and the industry sees them way as mid-level, you know. And for those two artists to drop great work like that and then to be nominated, I think this just speaks to someone's... Paying attention, they got they have to. They have somebody to, on the Grammys has been listening to NPC, right? Like, like somebody, like somebody's, you know, somebody's paying attention in in a sense of rap, and then you get a written testimony, which was Jay Electronica's uh, first only album. Um, it didn't. I don't think written testimony did mad numbers like that. It, I didn't think it opened in a like top five, top ten. It didn't. It didn't go crazy with the numbers or nothing like that, but you just know that somebody's listening to what's happening with the music. Um, and then Nas, I didn't think, I didn't think Nas was gonna. I don't know why I didn't think, but I didn't know it was just so much went on with hip hop this year. I didn't know, you know, if Nas was gonna be up there. You got Roddy Rich, who album got looked looked over. Um, which, hey, I'm gonna accept that because it is. <laughs> um. There were, I mean, Roddy with the box and everything. He did, he did numbers this year, man. Like, and for that to not look, 
that's not be nominated or then the most album the the biggest album that I think should be in this category that's not is Lil Baby's My Turn. You know, earlier on I was a real I was anti Lil Baby. I was not a big fan of him and his rap and how he rapped and I started paying attention and the nigga can rap. I'd be lying if I told you he couldn't rap. And I listened to My Turn and that is a good ass album. That motherfucker got some 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 good ass records on that album and and it's the best selling album of the year. Rat wise, and I think top three overall of any genre. Lil Baby's album did numbers this year, and for that album to be overlooked, it doesn't make a lot of sense that they would put like D Smoke in here, but not like Lil Baby. It just it it speaks to what they're you know like what they're actually looking at. To me. <laughs> To me, it seems very, I don't know, very more so focused on ability and not necessarily numbers. That doesn't make sense if it's a, uh, focused on ability because ability, <laughs> ability-wise, little Baby should be up there because his ability got him to the point of having the best rap album of the year. Yeah, he and he Huh? Go ahead. And he fell within the Grammys' um, fiscal year, so he should have been considered. If anything, this is just showing how consistent the Grammys are with pissing off one or more categories. I'm pretty sure the um, pop icon, the pop hit, or whatever you want to call them, the people that actually the, the love listen to pop and only pop, or the people that only listen to rock and only rock, they're probably every one of these categories and artists is nominated or not nominated in these hip-hop head equivalents in these other categories like what the fuck is going on right the grammys just seem to be really consistent at not knowing what the fuck is going on there's that too. i guess <laughs> there's that that's there's that too i guess i guess for me man as a uh i'm just hyped because i feel like this year whether we go back to doing it um the normal way next year whatever i just feel like man fuck that they owe us this shit since kendrick lamar didn't win rap album of the year fuck that that's how i feel so um Listen, listen, y'all, y'all really nope, nope, don't be nope, paying attention. Nope, um, nope, y'all don't realize or don't really, I guess, pay. I don't want to say pay attention, but every award show is is political. We we said this on many. I was gonna say it's a business, right? Right. It's 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 run by people who don't know music but no business, no ratings. So what they're going to do is choose the best thing for the rating. They're not really caring about <laughs> who wins, whatever. Um, in every award show, the, the, the ones catered towards mu- uh, music, movies, um, there are many movies that come up that, oh, this was the highest grossing this, this was the most popular this, you know, on da 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 But when you get to the award um, ceremony, they're not even nominated for the, the category that they should be in. And so, it, I mean, it's like that in all platforms, it's it's like Cody said, it's a business. It's all political. Right, right. Yeah, that too. But we talked about too how money does not always equate, or even listens like highest listen stuff does not always equate to like best quality or like is the best. You know, yeah. this means that people bought more of it and then they could listen to later or and you're like eh. yeah. And I think right, but you have non-hip hop people listen to hip uh, or choosing yeah. hip hop. Category uh, uh, artists for categories and, and 
the like for pop and and whatever other category, country music awards. Like there there are country artists that I know, and I'm like, oh, you know, they should be in the running this year, and they're not. And it's like, really, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's the criteria does not seem to be um, consistent Gets across right. any award show. Which would explain why. Um, Doja Cat is a new artist because somebody on the team was like, <laughs> "Yo, have you heard this person? They right. are right. dope." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear about Nicki Minaj? Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I feel like that's why. Uh, She's different from Nicki Minaj. Well, <laughs> you hear about Nicole Minaj? Um, I feel like that's why. Half a line, Minaj. Um, Nicotine Minaj. Um, this I, I feel like. 50 Cent was supposed to win artist of the best new artist of the year. If fuck whatever else, we just talking about sheer impact, bro. And he lost to Evanescence. <laughs> and to this day, <laughs> yeah. do we know what's going yeah. on with Evanescence? <laughs> like even 50 Cent, 50 Cent has said this many years for the last 20 years. Like, do you know what the fuck is going on with Evanescence? No. Nobody and, knows. And 50 Cent didn't just I've seen. 50 Cent didn't just come out and sell. Uh, like seven, eight million records, but between the time of this point he came out to when he got the Grammy, that album sold like seven to eight mil just that first. It sold like six between six and eight mil just that first year, just the first twelve months. So you telling me he's not the best new artist? Fuck, uh, we're not gonna yeah. even talk about. We're not gonna even talk about. We're not gonna talk about. We, I'm just talking about sheer impact. Take strip away everything else. Everybody. Worldwide was enamored by 50 Cent and he lost to Evanescence, who I don't know even know if they dropped any more albums after maybe like one or two. Um, so and then 50 Cent returned two years later to do it again and have another album that sold like seven million copies, eh, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I think for the Grammys, I think as it stands. A lot of this shit is political. And I think, really, I was just caught by the Grammys this year because I f- it felt real hip-hop. But now that we're talking about it, so I can wrap this up, it mm-hmm. feels like with everything we've been going through this year with the Black Lives Matter and shit, this, that, even this could seem political because these albums are really reflective, uh, especially, especially three of them that I've listened to, the, the King's Disease, the Allegory, and um, the written testimony. These are very indicative of black struggles. Like these are very like these albums really speak on things that black people go through. And then you have album, you have a, some something like decent. And I swear I was thinking this. I was like, did they just nominate this because it's called <laughs> Black Habit? Like what? Like it just yeah. It's like they they googled which albums did pretty good but also touched on how black lives matter we want to make sure that we're in line with that right you know it just so if it's all political this this could (laughs) (laughs) that that one they're doing a little african noise in there um it just seems like (laughs) like we (laughs) 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 black lives matter Oh man, but no, nah, I, I, man, overall, overall, I just, I'm really excited to see what happens. Now, I'm gonna say my predicted who I want, and also my predicted winner is Nas. Um, Nas has been nominated 14 times, no Grammys, and he's one, and he's, and he's one of the. He lost. Oh my God, he lost. 
to Drake, Take Care. And the fucked up thing about it is Take Care was a better album than Life is Good, if you ask me. But, 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 Nas, I want him to, him, Snoop Dogg doesn't have one, Pac never got one, Big never got There's a lot of people that never, that never get, you know. I just think Nas, with what he's done in music, I would just, I want, if you ask me what the best album is, I believe Written Testimony or Alfredo were the better, were the better musical conquest. I actually, I, more than even, Written Testament was good for my, again, good for my personal heart. But more than that, Alfredo was the better, I feel like the better album bar-wise and shit like that. Um, over, like overall, Nas has, you know, a better way of making a better album. Like his shit feels like it, it melds together a little bit better. So it does feel like a better album, but the better pieces of like rap, I feel like are on Alfredo. But I feel like Nas, this is one time where I want popularity to kick in. Yep, I said it. I said it. I don't want it to be necessarily, who's the, I feel like I want it to be who's great, but also this is Nas's time to be like, okay, well, you know, it's hard when Nas is in the category with Drake or Eminem or Kanye. The only other person that that kind of holds even, there's nobody in this category that holds the stature that Nas does. And so I'm hoping that this time Nas get, you know, this is a great album. And I hope that he gets his, you know, his Grammy off of this one. Even though I would be my, my, I would be blown if, 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 if Written Testimony pulled it out. Or if Roy Stuff 5'9", one of the, the fucking greatest rapper of all time, was able to pull off getting a Grammy. You know, these, these, these are the things that, you know, you want it for the culture. I think for the culture, it'd be better if Alfredo was Written Testimony or, or, um, Royce won. I think I want Nas to win though, and that's that's my final prediction. That's what I'm thinking's gonna happen, and we, you know we'll, we'll wait to see. So, so um, next week, tune in. We'll be listening to either "The Hustle Continues" by Juicy J or "No Silence Three. I haven't really decided which one just yet, but <laughs> keep an eye out for that. Glad you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, either either. either Either no sins or that. Um, we I may do a duel and touch on both albums and tell you how shitty no sins was and then get into Juicy J. Well, who knows? Just keep your ears peeled, kids. But now it's time for Russell Prosody. Oh yeah. Step into a slim gym. Because of that. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Um. <laughs> so I legit have nothing to talk about. Um, okay, so fuck the start of the week. <laughs> uh, is all, that Russell has nothing to talk about? I do want to do the you know the, the shout out uh, or whatnot um, to keep that going and consistent. Um, this <laughs> this week is a uh, jazz it up, J A Z Z I T U P. That online as well as being on Facebook and IG, um, great um, um, catalog of, of clothes and accessories. Um, and things it is black owned um so yeah you can give them a shout out or, or look at their their um their items um caters to both women and men um i happen to know the, the owner personally um who is a dope individual and is willing to work with you as far as delivery um or pickup if you're in the um, milwaukee area um so yeah oh. jazz on jazz it up j-a-z-z-i-t-u-p okay not dope uh, one what is what are the, what are the products that they uh, sell again? I'm sorry. Oh, Just. they sell all types. They sell, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they sell they sell like hoodies, um, jeans, okay. pants Apparel. for both women and men. Um, they do have 
like dresses and things for women, and she's introducing new items for men as well. Um, but yeah, accessories, hats, scarves, all types of stuff. I actually recently purchased a hoodie uh, from her that uh, is um, it states to flourish unapo- uh, unapologetically. Um, it's pretty dope. Uh, so yeah, give uh, like I said, take uh, some time to go to the website or catch them on Facebook or on IG to check out their products. Got it. Got it. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so like I said, I really didn't have nothing I wanted to speak on specifically. I was like, you know, racking my brain to, to try and find something to just talk about. Some. Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> a conversational piece to um, to give to y'all, but um, I didn't really find nothing I really wanted to talk about. Like a lot of stuff that that kind of popped up, we've gone through in detail over and over and over because um, people don't learn, you know, do better. Um, <laughs> so it's just, it's kind of like the whole circles and cycles thing that we're so excited about. Um, <laughs> well, I wanted to do a quick wellness check from myself and get y'all um, to talk about ourselves a little bit too as well because uh, it's been a while since we did that and then maybe go into just one topic um, that's relevant now um, but um, I started of course as you guys know the, the whole um, eating better and, and working out journey again and just redoing some things um, after listening to a couple of YouTubers about their journey and how they've changed um, their life and you know just how they're looking better and, and healthier and, and things of that nature um, just to try to be an overall healthier person and that, that's not just you know physically, but also mentally and spiritually, as we've kind of been talking about these last couple of weeks. And so um, I'm honestly to say that I've been feeling a lot better as far as like energy and, um, you know, incorporating that, what they they call that that step stool, which is the the three steps of of healthy living, which is uh, um, clean food and and eating um, some form of exercise. And then, of course, getting sleep, which seems to be the most troublesome for me. Um, going to sleep on time and going to sleep for long enough because um, I'm always doing something as a TS <laughs> will vouch for. I've always got something that makes always doing something. Um, so learning to, to, to say, okay, that's enough for today and, and going to bed at a reasonable hour and for a reasonable amount of time is really a struggle for me because it's like I could always be doing something else. Okay. Um, so put, putting that into into the mix and then just learning more about, because um, I know I'm, I'm a big um, promoter of, of, of healthy skin and, and moisturization and, and uh, moisturizers and, 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 and lotions and things of that nature. Um, people talk about me and they laugh and say, you know, dude, you got like seven different lotions and you got this type of moisturizer and this type of product. And I stumbled across, well, I can't say I stumbled across, um, a friend of mine introduced me to this product line called Cream of Nature, which is hair products, um, shampoo, conditioner, and and um, and like moisturizers for your hair. And I can honestly say I love it. I love the way my hair feels now. It's, it's softer, it's healthier, um, it's stronger. And this kind of got me looking into other products as far as like my skincare routine and um, just taking care of myself a little better. I think that's what's really been... Um, at the forefront of this last month or so, 
Um, still continuing to, to decrease in weight as as, uh, as I continue to be consistent. Um, and that's what the, the key is, is just consistency, is um, that discipline. Because um, the motivation, as we say um, in many of these <laughs> podcasts, motivation will fail you. Um, it's good for the initial get your foot in the door type of thing, but it's the discipline and the consistency that'll keep mm-hmm. you going. Um, and there's certain things that I've incorporated to kind of keep that discipline. Um, um, I started writing things down more because um, there's this YouTuber who believes that, you know, when you write something down, you make a more conscious effort to um, hold yourself responsible and accountable for that that thing. Um, He has his own whiteboard where he writes down goals he wants to accomplish or things he wants to get done for the day, the following day. Um, And he's always about, you know, preparation, for the next day. So like disclose out the things that he wants to wear as far as like accessories and things of that nature. Um, then he said it just makes him more apt to be ready and prepared for the next day. It's a mindset thing, just like they say, making your bed in the morning um, kind of prepares you for the day for, for success because you've accomplished one thing and it tricks, quote unquote, your mind into thinking, We've accomplished this goal. We're ready for the next goal. We can accomplish that. And it just builds that that positive um, energy for you um, throughout the day. So little things like that, just um, writing down the things that I want to accomplish as far as goals, where it be um, day-to-day, weekly, monthly, um, annually, um, or within the next five years. Just getting into the habit of doing those things to put that before me so that I can see it and be like, yep, that's what I'm chasing. Okay. Word, word. The last couple of weeks, I uh, I've gotten back into the gym. Oh, thank God mm-hmm. for that. But my um, my motivation was I can't smoke any cigars until I go into the gym X amount of times. Well, I met my goal, so today <laughs> I get to smoke a cigar. But it's kind of yeah. raining, so I can't really do that comfortably. <laughs> but I might do it anyways, just because I earned <laughs> it. <laughs> right, right. That's a good that's a good tactic too. Um, like the thing that a lot of people who uh, eat cleanly say is that you got to give yourself some leeway. You got to give yourself um, some uh, some wiggle room because you're going to make yourself miserable because this is a complete lifestyle change for you because it's different from what you've been doing. Um, that's why they don't um, promote diets and things any, anymore as far as those uh, particular YouTubers because Diets usually make you shy away. It's like, uh, you know, I have to approach this thing. And it's, it's you know, this is all a mental thing. Um, so when they say, you know, I'm doing this as a lifestyle change, it's like I, I tell y'all all the time that I'm real big on what words I use and, and I, I try to be as particular as I can and intentional as I can about the words I use because they really form the things you'll say and the actions that you, you um, find yourself routinely doing. Um, so the lifestyle change really makes it um, a lot more, I guess, serious for me. And then it also makes me think that even though I have this lifestyle change, um, I have to give myself some leniency so that I'll continue with this lifestyle change because everything um, needs to be gradually because a lot of things that you do rapidly or all at once, they usually have the, the higher potential to fail or it's such a burden to do it that you'll find yourself not wanting to do it. And then of course it contributes to that failure. 
Right, right, right. right. Well, I know for uh, for me, it's kind of interesting to talk about like mental space. For me, I'm at a weird point where I'm just kind of like, I'm really stuck as to what I should be doing. Like, you know, mm. like, I'm really trying to find, like, purpose at this point. Like, purpose? I like, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, I'm trying to find out, like, what, you know, I should be, like, looking to, like, I don't want to end up one of those people that's kind of just working to work. I mean, I, mean, I know that's, like, normal human shit. Um, but I want to <laughs> do something where I'm, like, I'm actually, you know, like, y'all can tell, like, when I talk about music and shit, I'm, like, mad passionate about that. Or we're, like, <laughs> we're talking about, like, video games and shit, like, you know, because originally I wanted to make video games. Um all right, me too. <laughs> um, damn it, Russell. Same, 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 same. Um, so I'm just, I've been trying to take more time to like think about that consistently. You know, sometimes you, 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 when you're going through, not, I'm not depressed, but what I'm saying, like, it'll send people into a depression, you know, not knowing, and you don't, you just think about these things randomly every couple mm-hmm. of weeks or months, or, you know, every, you'd be like, damn it, you know. What I've been trying to do is, and this is just a little bit for me. Is think about it daily, like literally. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to think about it daily. Like, okay, what haven't you done today that would make you happy? And then mm-hmm. when I think about those things, like, okay, would it be listening to this record, working on my next uh, album review for the pod? Mm-hmm. That makes though that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, I've been wanting to do. I've been thinking about like doing some shit where I get into like media with local rappers and and start doing, um, you know. Maybe uh, interviewing them and trying to like uh, write about it, or you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just doing. Th- I'm trying to find something that I can do with my time that could eventually be something that I do professionally, um, yeah. that I actually enjoy. You know, um, I want to do. Yeah. I think I want to do. Video- I think I've been thinking about video games for the longest. I just don't want to go back to school full fledged. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's ways of you know ways around. Uh, if I was to like, you know, get get the right computer and things of that nature, it really ways around actually doing the school thing. Um, but mm-hmm. I just, uh, for me, that's been kind of like my biggest struggle as a reason is because I just want to make sure, you know, planning on, you know, moving me and my, and my lady, whether you don't know, ten- going to Tennessee um, oh. next year. Um, it, it has a 10 in the name. You can't go there. Oh, shit. Gotta, well, go, to, I mean... gotta go to 9 C and shit. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think we're all kind of in that 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 moving mindset honestly um i think it's just that 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 time yeah. <laughs> a lot of us yeah uh, but i want to say that i think you're on the right track as far as um finding your purpose uh, as the cliche goes um yeah. i would say look into what actual job you want to do um kind of narrow that down into like the top five jobs that you want to do hmm. and then actually look at companies who um, allow you to do that. Um, that's if you don't want to do the whole entrepreneur type thing. Um, I think it's beneficial to at least put some time in somewhere or maybe a year or two just to kind of learn the business and see how they do their things yeah. so that you can have better experience and better um, knowledge of how the industry works uh, instead of being on the outside looking in. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, while you're looking at those companies, see what criteria they hire on um, so that you know what direction would be the best way to take. So if you have to go to school or if you just need certifications um, so that you're not spending time doing things that won't necessarily benefit you um, in the long run. Like it'll give you some knowledge and some experience, but you would 
come out of pocket for those things instead of just being right, yeah. richer knowledge-wise. Right, yeah. And that's kind of where, you know, as a person who went to school for <laughs> six years, uh, that's kind of where I'm mm-hmm. at. I don't, don't want to put myself back in that same trap of being in, in more debt. Shout out, mm-hmm. Joe, shout out Joe Biden. I hope that uh, him trying to get rid of some of that student debt, that would really help a young nigga out. You feel me? So Yes. Definitely voted for you, my guy. Let's go. Let's get it done. Nah, but um, so I just, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at mentally. Like, I, I'm trying to, you know, not, again, I'm not depressed, but I do spend a lot of time like, okay, man, what's the next, you know, what's the next step? Because I don't want to end up in a position where I'm doing something that I'm unhappy with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want right. to, you know. I, I, you know, I like having teeth, but I don't want to, you know, stay in a dental profession or anything, like, anything dental routing for anything like that. So, um, wow, okay. I <laughs> no, but Cody, you went to school for teeth, so you know, <laughs> you you could be a tooth fairy. I um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just that's that's where I'm at. With you know, mine. how many things you guys gave me this week? I gotta start trying to rip y'all. <laughs> First, <laughs> I'm a midget. Then I'm a fairy. Then I pee in snow, man. That, there's nothing wrong with peeing, peeing in snow. It was peeing in snow that was the, never mind. Anywho. Well, this is the second peeing uh, comment we had on the podcast. Air drills, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's that's for me personally. That's kind of where I'm at, though. Uh, yeah. Cody? What? Brody Ghost? All right. Anything? Uh, just, help, just health check-in. Um... Yeah, coffee's good for this for this whole. <laughs> I love the caffeine. Soup, I believe, G. <laughs> what? That's chicken soup, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> there was a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> I don't care. I think I can shoot it. Okay, cool. So Cody's a okay. Cody's happy with his life. We you should, right here. You should put in a round of applause in the background as a sound, Cody, because I am happy for you that you're happy. The things that we can control. Right, I was gonna get his shit up. I was like, oh shit, all right. Because I'm like, you, you hear many different things about like, you know, control. So, you know, why worry about the things you can't control, the things you can do, and uh, the things you can't control, just change them. I was gonna be like, um, the Janet Jackson album? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so that was kind of like, you know, just the, the health side of things that I was looking into. Um, as y'all know, um, I'm coming up on my graduation date um, earlier this next year. Oh, um, I guess go. around the end of January, early February, uh, somewhere in, in there um, to where I, I'm graduating. And I've really been contemplating on what to do after that as far as where I want to work um, and where I would like to live um, because the the industry that I'm in or that I'm pursuing is not necessarily heavy in the Midwest. It's more prevalent uh, around the borders of our country. Um, and I've always... <laughs> um, I've always looked uh, or was interested in, um, I don't know, moving moving maybe farther south or west. Um, there's been a couple of places that I've been interested in. Um, um, places in Florida, places in Washington State. Um, oh, nice. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was always, I guess, my goal to, to move out of state, possibly out of the country. Because um, I've, I've been to Canada a couple of times, and I, I, I'd like to 
uh, the atmosphere up there and then overseas also. So there's been a lot of contemplation that I've, I've been going on. And, you know, of course, um, the way I built, you know, I'm going to pray on it and then look at the, the pros and cons and, and write those down and see what's the, the best move for me. Um, so, yeah, this has been a, a really interesting year with everything that's been going on and my continued path to graduation and, and just learning about myself and, and um, allow myself to develop in that fair-minded way to um, allow some things that I thought were real to die off and to be open to other information and possibilities that conflict with what I was stuck on for so long. It's, it's been an um, a interesting, interesting process. Okay. Well, I hope. <clears throat> what did you say? I was gonna say I I hope that um you know first I didn't know your graduation was coming up that soon. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Um. But no, that's uh that's dope, bro. And I hope that you know as you get closer to the you know that point, um. You kind of you are able to sift through some of those feelings and and kind of think through what you you know where you want to go. I don't know. I know you've traveled a lot. Uh. You know due to your um, things you've done, you know, the gospel music and things of that nature. But maybe this is the time, um, especially since traveling has been cheaper since the pandemic started. This might be a time for you to take a, a few small trips um, and just kind of, I mean, I know it's going to be hard to, I don't think it's hard to get a vibe, catch a vibe of a place unless you're like a goer outer, unless you're a clubber, you know, mm-hmm. that might be hard. Hell, shit, even when I was in Houston, we ended up with a fucking club by accident. <laughs> so I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know. I all these things by accident. I've tried to listen to uh, album, and you accidentally listen to albums and accidentally go to clubs. <laughs> my uh, favorite memories um, when I was traveling is actually when I went to go visit my friend. He lived in uh, D.C. at that time, and he, we were walking around, and we ended up in Arlington, uh, Virginia, which was not too far. Wait, get off wait, the, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, because you said we were walking. I thought you said we were walking around. We ended up in Virginia. I was like. Now I know they're close, but goddamn, is that? <laughs> yeah, like, like you saw the state line up. Yeah, right. that's where it is. <laughs> Don't step on that, you break somebody's back. Um, um, so or a spine, whatever. Right, exactly. State line break the spine. <laughs> right, and so we were walking around, and we, you know, we stopped. Like for me, I've always loved places that are. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a line of bistros, also. Almost like where you can walk and there's a store here, there's a there's a mom and pop place here, there's a okay. an outside eatery here. Okay. You know, that type of place. Like kinda of how we have down downtown. Um, where I like those type of areas where no matter where you walk, there's always somewhere that you can go and sit and eat or sit and watch. Kind of like a game maybe at a bar or something like that. Like the third you know? like the third ward is uh pretty here is uh, pretty much like that where I I have that same experience where I'd be down in the third ward and I'm like, Oh shit, nice little spot right here again. Eating. Right, and yeah. you you find all types of new new uh, new places and and new people to kind of like you know just just vibe with, and so me and went to a couple places and they had like um, a little um, meat stand where they sort of like sort of like kebabs and stuff like that, yeah. um, and there was an ice cream place and cookie place and a knickknacks place, and then we got to this to this one place so it looked like it was like just a, a normal bar, but they had an upstairs where they had like 
like um, a whole game room, but it was so chill and relaxed there. It was such a vibe that we didn't even play none of the games. We just sat and chilled and, and listened to the music and drank and it, you know, it overlooked the water. And it was, it was just such a dope place. And it was like, yo, I could see myself living in somewhere like here. And I've been to like places in Spain and in, in, in France where they have that similar vibe, that similar beautiful atmosphere. And it's like, I really want to stay in a place like this. And so I heard kind of that in Paris. the state has those same type of, of areas. And so, yeah, that's just been kind of like the direction I've wanted to go in and, and where I can see myself. Are you thinking of um like Seattle or? Cause I've... Well, Seattle's kind of the, the busier. So like, of course, probably somewhere around there um, within walking distance, maybe, hopefully. Right. <laughs> the world's best coffee. Right. <laughs> They do have great coffee. They do have great we coffee. were walking around in Portland, and then we ended up in Seattle. Like you, <laughs> you and its ability to walk, Flash. I. Uh... <laughs> well, we started in Sacramento, and then we ended up in Colorado. <laughs> right, exactly. Just walking. You know, just walking. There's just a little nice little brisk what? walk. Like, oh, okay. He just lays on a map in his living room and walks around on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we go. ended up in Virginia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this place looks familiar. I was driving in Kansas, and then we ended up in Japan. Like, what, sir? What, what's happening? <laughs> you know hey, ma'am. <laughs> hey, ma'am, I, too, can walk on water. Ha-ha. <laughs> no, nah, I feel that, though. That's, I, again, I've, uh, Seattle uh, is actually uh, one of the places that I was um, for a little bit. I was like, damn, it'd be kind of cool to stay out here. And I had a, a friend who lived out there and said she loved it um, when she was out there. She was out there for a couple of years, so she really fucked with it, so... Uh, I think uh, if you do move to the Washington State, um, that would be great because then I have a person to visit out there, and then I know, like, hey, I can walk from Seattle to wherever to Japan, <laughs> right? Exactly. Japan. <laughs> Don't let, let me. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. Let me find out I can walk to Japan from. If I find out I can walk to Japan from Seattle, we definitely moving to Seattle. I don't even give a shit about what's going on in that city because I'm going to Japan every other weekend. <laughs> like, fuck it. You're like Seattle, the cousin of anime. <laughs> <laughs> right. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> was that TS, dude? No, that was me. How, how you going? <laughs> it was my I other person. I thought, we, I thought we had confused TS one too many times. He was broke. Like, fuck this shit, bro. I'm done with this. He's like, if they go from Japan to circles, I'm done. <laughs> well, there is a circle on Japan. Yeah. Right, right. right. Oh, we Big going? red one. Uh, <laughs> Cody reacts to his own jokes just like he does on his uh, on Messenger. <laughs> hey, dog. <laughs> In he real gotta, life. Hey, dog. Stop, bro. <laughs> Stop laughing no. at your own shit, dog. I mean, <laughs> you don't like that or when I say LOLOL. <laughs> I'll accept I'll accept LOLOL because there's a lot of out loud, but... Laugh out loud, out loud. Right. Well, 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 well. Right. But you laughing at your own. Every time you do that, I just want to punch you in the throat. I'm like, stop, nigga. It's not for you to laugh at. You said it for us. As Give long it. as there is a quarantine, <laughs> be, I will continue to laugh. There shouldn't be. Dude, he cracks jokes, and I'm like, there's four. There are four reactions to this joke. How? There's four of us. <laughs> it's it only, he only said it to three people. <laughs> he, bitch, you only said it to three people. Who did he invite to the chat? Get out, Charles. This, I'm going to create a fake account and have five laughters on there. <laughs> Is Wally back in here? Dennis, is you in the basement? Come here. Is you in the basement of the group chat? Right. <laughs> uh, but okay. 
I guess it's time for Russell Pre. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> fucked up story of the week. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Let's no. use my music for that joke. <laughs> Actually, it's something else. No fucked up story this week because um, we're gonna throw the birds at the zoo one. Week. Huh? We're gonna throw the birds at the zoo one. What? Or the parakeets, whatever. Oh my god, y'all really be having these discussions. Oh, I can. That one's hilarious. I, I can. It, it is hilarious. It's not that. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's no fucked up story of the week. It's, it's hilarious. They're um, Cody or the yeah. listener of the pod had uh, anonymous, anonymously. The A word. Uh, anatomy. Name, name, got anatomy. <laughs> they, I'm a name, a name, a name, a name. <laughs> yeah, anyhow, a story was sent to me anonymously. <laughs> I got it that time. About um, how a zoo had to separate five parrots because these five parrots would get together and start swearing at guests as a collective group. Well, usually, wait, wait, they'd they egg each other on. <laughs> God damn it, Cody. That was so good. So, the zoo is used to um, maybe a parrot yelling or swearing at uh, guests and stuff. And of course, guests, humans would be like, oh, that's hilarious. A bird is cussing me out. This is dope. Well, it was different because it wasn't just one. One encouraged the other, and then the other encouraged, like, three or four others. So then there's this group of five that was just ganging up on people and just swearing at them. And the uh, zookeeper was like, well, that's odd. We're just going to separate everybody and we're going to hope that these bad parrots don't influence the other parrots. Otherwise, this might turn into a 250-something-odd birds cussing people out. And we can't have that. And we don't know what we're going to do if, we, if it comes to that. But for right now, everybody's in their own little timeout corner with new birds that don't cuss people out. What the fuck? That's fucking hilarious, actually. Like, see? Well, yeah. Hey, that's happy Thanksgiving, pilgrims. Oh, I did find one Thanksgiving um, story. And this I was, was say, actually. I was going to say it's hilarious this is a fun that fact. I found this one. No, 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 no. I, I have a fun fact, too. But this story was funny to me because it showed. So I'm reading Houston News. To keep up on local stuff. I'm sure you are. And just in, in the local news section, they have a section for national news where they talk about national stuff. Tell me why the first article in national news was something from Milwaukee. <laughs> Tell uh, me why. <laughs> I'm so scared. Which what was? Is it? <laughs> yeah. So apparently some dude from Nashville moved to Milwaukee and um, <laughs> overnight somebody stole his tire but instead of putting his car on bricks or something like that or wood, they put his car on a frozen turkey. <laughs> that is definitely some. Old, That's such a TS thing to do. Let me got you. Here's a free turkey, but I took your tire. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong tea, bitch. Like, um, I. That is such a Milwaukee thing to do. Like, that is. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. The bird story was hilarious, and the fact that Milwaukee ended up in national news over... Because of a bird, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hot. They're all bird-related. You got it, Cody. Check you out. Yeah, fly with me. Wait, no. <laughs> now, the fun fact has nothing to do with birds. It just has something to do with people getting fat. Actually, not people at all. But I, I figured it but would birds? Occur. No. Animals, though. Baby like blue whales. Animals. No. 
swimming actually, <laughs> baby blue whales can gain weight at the rate of up to 10 pounds an hour. What? That's yep. their Thanksgiving. That's like baby blue whales can gain weight at the rate of up to 10 pounds an hour. You know, I just thought about as soon as you said that. You ever think, uh, You can call people baby whales when they get fat? No. <laughs> No, Mr. Gott. I was saying, remember Nutty Professor when dude didn't take the goddamn serum and he started exploding in front of people? That's what I pictured when the, like, whales are just gaining weight at 10, like, they're just, at 10 pounds an hour, it just seems like their whole left side would just be exploding, like, or, like, their fin would just become extremely fat, like, in seconds. (laughs) It becomes a paddle. Right. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden uh, the left side of his head is heavier than the right side, so he starts doing tumble rolls underwater. Like, damn, what the hell is wrong with Jeff? Uh, you know, baby shit. Right, you know. <laughs> damn, dog. Growing pains. Right, growing pains. <laughs> <laughs> Give him an hour, he'll balance out. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, those are your fun stories of the week and um, fun facts. Awesome. Fun man. fact. Well, look at that. Yeah, there you go. That's our Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving episode, 85. You did. Thank you guys for listening. It's the homie TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I gotcha. And you can find me on Twitter at C-Nova, KPZ. McCoy? It's your boy, McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God. And as usual, you can find me on Twitter at McCoy KPZ. Cody? That's your dream recording every scene. <laughs> Um, so proud that our souls are all still intact and no effort story of the week this week. Um, <laughs> and it is Russ, the barman, the teddy, the school words, the predator, the bus. The IDITY. <laughs> he didn't even get to that part yet. <laughs> but <laughs> you can find me on social media. He be there and shit. <laughs> Looking at IDITY. Um, but on that note. You know what it is. Gang!